0: You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenchurch.com. So tonight, I really felt to share um, on miracles, and the title of my message tonight, or my little mini-message, is called God Created. God Created, because I felt God speaking to me. And I felt God say that if we could just believe the very first verse of the entire Bible, we could believe for anything. Genesis 1-1. So for those of us that, you know, have been saved forever, we've read Genesis 1-1 a whole lot of times. For those of us just coming into the church, you probably read Genesis 1-1. Even if you didn't get farther, you did read the first verse of the Bible. So we're pretty much all on the same page tonight. And I felt God say, if we could believe that God is, because the Bible says in Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God created. If we believe that God is real and true, and if we believe that he created, we can believe for anything. And I know there's something in you that believes this because you showed up here tonight. There's something in you that went, God is real. He's true. And if God created you and I, then couldn't God create anything? And I think that sometimes we almost can get in the way sometimes of miracles because we try to bring it back down to man-made. But I think tonight it's about a night of God-made. It's not miracles are not man-made. Pastor Mike referenced it already. Miracles are not man-made. They are God-made. In fact, we cannot make a miracle. We cannot create a miracle. The Google definition, and we just love going to Google these days. So I'm going to reference Google along with my verses. Google definition of a miracle. So this is even what the world would say about a miracle. Google definition of a miracle. A surprising and welcoming event that is not explicable by natural or scientific laws and is therefore considered to be the work of a divine agency who we know to be Jesus. Jesus. A divine agency. I guess that they attribute to Jesus like a whole agency. Yes, he created the entire world. He's divine, and you know what? I was reading in the Life Application Bible in Genesis one one, where it says God created the heavens and the earth. And it was really interesting to me because it got me thinking along those lines of, sometimes we bring it down to man-made, but then that means that we're trying to create a miracle. We're trying to, uh, you know, we didn't create ourselves, but yet we want to control our little worlds, don't we? We want to control our world. We'll even sometimes use, you know, manipulative tactics to try to configure and get what we want, but that stuff doesn't work. When it's not on the basis of science, when it's not on the basis of natural, but it's on the basis of supernatural. When it's God made. And so the Bible says in Zechariah 4, 6, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit. Meaning with all of our might, with all of our power, with all of our ingenuity, we cannot create a miracle. A miracle is in the God realm, it's, the, it's what God does. But think about how God created you and I. The Life Application Bible study says this, and this is just about verse one, it says this. This simple statement that God created the heavens and the earth is one of the most challenging concepts confronting the modern mind. And why is that so confronting to the modern mind? Because we wanna see, feel, touch. We wanna know it. We wanna go, oh, I'm believing for a financial miracle. These are your five steps. I'm believing for, you know, a healing. And these are your seven steps to a healing. God doesn't work in five steps, seven steps. It's a miracle. Okay. says this, of the most challenging concepts confronting the modern mind, the vast galaxy we live in is spinning at the incredible speed of 490,000 miles per hour. But even at this breakneck speed, our galaxy still needs over 200 million years to make one rotation. And there are at least one trillion other galaxies in the universe. It has been said that the number of stars in the universe is more than all of the grains of sand on all of the beaches in the entire world. Yet, this complex sea of spinning stars functions with remarkable order and efficiency. God created a vast, wonderful universe. If God created a universe so vast where when we look at the stars in the sky, they are more than the sand on the seashores. When he decided to create a human being, the most complex organism in the on the planet you and I he created like that in a moment if we can believe and I love it because God gives us things that are tangible we can look up at the stars and remind ourselves how big a God is and yet that he would know the bigness of the things that we're believing for and yet he would also know the very details of our lives what could God not accomplish He's such a good God. It was just reminding me that our faith needs to grow bigger, that if we truly believe even the very first verse in the Bible that God created, then we can begin to believe for everything. I'm telling you tonight, I already feel the Holy Spirit in this place. When we allow our hearts and minds to not just rely on our knowledge, but allow God and give the space for God to move in the realm of the miraculous, then all things become possible. Sean, can you stand up? Sean, he's a great kid in our church. Shouldn't say kid, guy in our church. I felt a word and I was just reminded of it as I was speaking um, for you. And I felt, I felt God say that um, you're one that does pursue uh, knowledge. You're inquisitive, you're intuitive. You have big thoughts, big ideas, deep thoughts, deep ideas. And I really believe that those are things of God. But what I felt God say tonight is that he wants to take you to a level, not only of knowledge, but knowledge and revelation. Because when you have knowledge and revelation, then all these intuitive thoughts and ideas, they become possible through Jesus because he wants you to accomplish not just natural things, but supernatural things. And I do believe that you are both a king and a priest, that you will work in the natural world with people and humans, and your mind will begin to design and create all kinds of things. But that mixed with the revelation of God, it's like God will give you the supernatural idea that will unlock things that you're like, I studied that for years and then in one moment God shows you a revelation and all of a sudden that thing begins to open up over your life and I see God bringing you into that place as you just begin to open up your heart and as you begin to pursue him so let's pray for Sean right now God I thank you for Sean Lord I thank you that you created him with an intuitive inquisitive mind and that you want to use that beautiful mind for your glory God Lord God I thank you that what lies within him is not only that ingenuity but a compassion for humans Oh God, Lord, that He would want to see the hearts of many, many people come to the saving knowledge of You and see their lives transformed, oh God. Lord, I thank You that You are giving Him uh, big ideas, oh God. I thank You that You are showing Him Your glory. And Sean, know this no question is too hard for God. Go ahead and give it to Him. Every question that you have, He's got answers. He has answers that no human has. He has answers to the things that are the hard questions. Nothing's too difficult for God. Lord, I praise you and I thank you ahead of time for the future of Sean and what you're going to do in him and what you will do through him. In your name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. All righty. That's good. What I like about miracles is that they aren't dependent on circumstances. Miracles are not dependent on circumstances. Miracles are not dependent on whatever storm we may be in or a perfect set. When everything aligns, bam, the miraculous. Nothing has to align and the miraculous can happen. It's a state of belief that we believe that if God said it, he can do it. In John 14, 13 through 14, it says this. And whatever you ask. Can everybody say whatever? Come on, say it again. Whatever. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. There's something about the name Jesus. There's something about the name Jesus that's different to any other name. And when we begin to pray and believe And call out in the name of Jesus, we can see the supernatural begin to happen. The first financial, the first miracle that I want to believe for is a financial miracle. Financial miracle. Many of us have gone through all kinds of seasons, just like we heard from Pastor Mike. But I felt this, I felt like there's some people that you were thinking that somehow you had to create the financial miracle that if you just prayed hard enough, that if you just fasted every week, that if you just determined within your spirit that this would happen, that, that it's going to happen. But I think that, that God, he's so beautiful because he makes things so simple and not complex. He doesn't require ourselves whipping ourselves harder. He simply asks us to believe. And at the beginning of this year, I began to ask God for some audacious things because I kind of think that if you're gonna believe for a miracle, why believe for a little one? A miracle's a miracle. I don't believe for big ones. And so I started believing for miracles and one of them was uh, financial miracles. And I'm in a very interesting position to believe for financial miracles because I don't work in the marketplace anymore. I used to work in the marketplace and I loved it. I was in sales, I'm a people's person. It was amazing, had so much fun. I love setting a goal and accomplishing it. I have a little bit of competitiveness in my spirit. And so sales for me was like brilliant. I'm like, this is amazing. And I would love to, you know, set the goal or the company set the goal and then just go after it. Right. And then you receive the reward. So I went on vacations. The finances were pouring in. It was so awesome. And then I was called into full-time ministry. Hello. And, uh, you know, that's not where you go to make money. And so, um, praise God I felt from a young age that I did have a calling on my life to minister to people and it actually was the fulfillment of a dream to be able to minister to people full-time but I had to it wasn't like when God called me into the ministry he just said okay well great now you get to be poor that's not God he's good he takes care of his kids so I just began to believe for different miracles I started to have to believe for creative miracles. I started to have to believe for ways of finances to come to me that would be outside of the realms of the church. If I could, to be very honest with you, I would just volunteer full-time. Like, it's awesome. Sustain myself, volunteer full-time, you know, not have to take a paycheck. I love it. So for me, that's, that's, that, that, that's not my thing. So I'm like, okay, I serve full-time. Thank God, you know, beautiful church and leaders and, I, and, and taken care of. But I have audacious dreams. I want to host people in a home. I want to, you know, have just extravagant hospitality and takes finances to do those things. So I began to ask God and to believe for different miracles. And it was really interesting because this year, um, I, you know, asked for some big things in God. And then, you know, this year happened. Hello. <laughs> and I was like, all of a sudden, the Rubik's cube just went, you know, everything changed. You're like, wait, what just happened? But God is still on the throne. He didn't forget that I prayed for some audacious miracles. He didn't go, "Oh, the storm has now brewing. Sorry, Stacy." <laughs> ah. So one day I wake up in the middle of the storm, and it was like a miracle day. And if I was honest with you, I wasn't praying every day for a financial miracle. I wasn't. I tithe and I give, and I believe in the principles, and absolutely we do those things. And I do those things, and I believe, but I just expected. And some of you may have put some stuff on vision cards, you know, um, at the beginning of the year. Don't give up on those. So I just believed, and every time I would think about it, God, remember, you promised me some awesome things. And uh, I asked for some big things this year. And I remember um, I got with a beautiful couple in our church, and they're financial advisors, and then they're also, um, you know, beautiful friends. And I sat down with them, and I opened up my finances, and you know, we just looked at, okay, what can I do? What are the thing, little tweaks here and there? And you know, you can do this, you can do that. And so we did that, and I felt really good, I felt at peace. And then we both, we all kind of like, all right, well now let's see what God does. This is what I can do. Now let's see what God does. And in the middle of the crazy. One day, I wake up and there were three text messages, and each text message told me that I was receiving funds in my bank account that day. And it was extraordinary, because it was like things I could never, ever, ever have dreamed up on my own. One of them was a financial miracle from a company that I worked at over 15 years ago. They didn't even, it's not like I was reminding or I needed or they owed, no. One of them was from 15 years ago. Another one was for a company that I worked for years ago as well and they decided to honor me for the work that I had done previously. Who does that? I had an IRA that I couldn't get a hold of for years and years and years and years and years. And all of a sudden I get a text message, they're going to hit your funds today, Stacy. Hit your account today. Three checks totaling $42,000. In one moment. One moment. I'm telling you, I can't work a miracle. But Jesus, He can do anything and everything. I want for those of us that are believing for financial miracles just to stand up right now. We're gonna begin to to pray. If you're believing for a financial miracle, just go ahead and stand up. Yeah, come on, it's good. We're gonna pray, we're gonna believe right now. I want you right now, just begin to concentrate on Jesus. You didn't have to beg God. You didn't have to get on your hands and knees and crawl on nails to receive a miracle. You gotta do what the first verse of the Bible says. Is God real? Yes, he is. Can he create? Can he do? Yes, he can. Place your heart in a place, a position of belief. I believe you, God. I believe you, God. Remind God of the promises he spoke to you. Thank God for the financial miracles that are gonna come your way. I can't wait till we talk about all of the testimonies that become flooding in. Let's believe God for the bigger. Let's believe God for the better. Let's believe God for the promotion. Let's believe God for the increase. Let's believe God for a creative financial miracle in Jesus' mighty name. God, oh God, Lord, I thank you right now. Lord, that you are in the business of miracles, oh Father. And Lord, we lay aside our knowledge, oh God, and we thank you right now, God, that you can do all things through Christ Jesus. Lord, we thank you that you can do all things through your Son who died, that we would be liberated in every way. And for those of us that have believed for financial miracles, Lord, I thank you right now, Father, for financial windfalls right now to begin. clap and a cheer. Okay, you go ahead and sit down. We're going to believe for two more miracles. We have like almost no time left. We're just going to let God do it, what he wants to do, huh? The next miracle I want to believe for is um, healings. So if that's you in this place and you have... Um, you know, uh, you're believing for healing in your body, whether that be an illness, a sickness, a disease. Um, If that's you, if you could just stand up, we're gonna pray for um, healing in this place right now. Yeah, come on, just stand up. What I love about healings is this. Do you know that facts and reality have to bow to the truth of God? Facts and reality have to bow to the truth of God. You know, Jesus, he he died and everybody thought, game over. But he told people that he would rise again. But he was nailed to a cross. I bet on that day that he was nailed to the cross. Even the disciples, even those that saw him were like, game over. He died. The facts would have been in every single newspaper, Jesus died. And yet three days later, he rose up again, saving the entire world there's a miracle of healing for each and every one of us. You know, I went into um, a dental office a couple years ago and uh, I was getting routine um, wisdom teeth taken out and they had to take some x-rays and so they took x-rays and then all of a sudden they said, oh, oh wait, wait, we can't, we can't take out your wisdom tooth. We see a mass underneath your jaw. And they were like, we don't, well, it could be cancerous. Okay, what dental hygienist office actually says that, first of all? Don't say that in front of the, the, the person that's sitting there already drugged, that's not used to being drugged. And they said, we can't, we can't go through this. So we got to set up another date for you to come back. We've got to do more x-rays, and we're going to put you under. we got to see what's, what's underneath your jaw. And I remember going home that day, and if I were honest with you, fear began to creep into my heart. And I began to go, what just happened? I went in, they were just meant to take a tooth out. What do you mean? There could be some cancerous mass underneath my jaw. Speaking is what I like to do. Like that's difficult. And so I'm like, oh, and I called a friend and I'll never forget the friend said to me, she prayed and then she said, Stacy, I just really believe all will be well. Simple as that, all will be well. The fact was There's a mask. There's something underneath your jaw. Truth said, you're going to be fine, sweetheart. I felt peace come back into my heart that day. I felt, you know what? All will be well. For those of you that are fretting, and you have very real reasons to, you've been told something. There's a fact. There's something that's been told to us. Tonight, we're going to believe for truth to trump that fact. I went back. They put me under discover what was underneath my jaw. I woke up. Pastor Katie was there when I woke up, and I asked 12 times. I don't remember that, but apparently I asked 12 times, what did you find? What did you find? And they said, we found nothing. We think that there was dust on our x-ray machine. Science. Natural laws. Come on. God can do anything. He can do a miracle. Those of you that are believing, just lift up your hands right now. If you're by somebody that has their hands lifted, ministers, just step up and just put your hands, um, you know, on them if they feel comfortable. Let's, Let's stand together as a church family and let's believe for the miraculous. Let's believe for the miraculous. God, oh God, Lord, I thank you right now, Jesus. Lord, I thank you right now, Father, that you are in the business of miracles. I thank you for your healing anointing to flood every single person here with their hand lifted. Oh God, I pray over physical healings. And right now in the name of Jesus, I speak health over their body. I thank you that every cell comes into alignment with heaven where all things are made perfect. Lord, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus, that healing, that your presence would begin to consume every disease, every spirit or symptom of sickness in the name of Jesus. I say to leave in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus you disease you sickness right now you leave in the name of Jesus I thank you right now for the healing anointing of heaven to come upon each and every person. I thank you right now that what was told would be just that, it was told. But the new story is that they were healed, that they were made whole. Lord, I thank you for your truth that sets us free, that you shed blood that we could be healed in every way, oh God. You died that we would be set free, so right now we release your healing anointing In the name of Jesus, we release the miraculous. Lord, I thank you for healing, healing, healing in this place, oh God. Lord, I thank you that those physical ailments, they leave in the name of Jesus. And they are left with a restorative body, with wholeness right now in the name of Jesus. That what they couldn't do before, they can do now, oh God. Lord, we believe, we believe healing in this place. In your name we pray amen 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 well I've got you know maybe a couple more miracles some healing in this place but I think it's already reaching 8 o'clock is it not Pastor Mike it is upon us so um, I do want to say it is 8 o'clock so if you need to and please do get the your children um, from Kids Church, so that we can release our beautiful team and, and volunteers. Uh, we want to release you to be able to do that. Um, so, g- definitely feel free to do that. But I also want to continue to, to pray. The last miracle I really felt to pray for was for um, a loss of, of hope and hopelessness. That there are miracles and there's things that people have believed, were believing for, but through all of the things, we just kind of stopped. And uh, hopelessness began to creep in. And so I want to pray um, for, for some hope to come back in this place. And so um, we're going to do that. But I don't want you to feel like you have to stay here if you need to leave. you got work in the morning. There's no judgment, no con- condemnation. I'm doing the sign. You can be released. Is there anything else I need to say, Mike? Can I keep praying? All right, we're going to keep praying. Okay. Um, the, the, the last uh, miracle I, I really wanted to pray for there was was hopelessness because i think that's that's a big one i know it had been for me and the bible says this in romans 4:18 against all hope against all hope abraham in hope believed oh i love this verse just catch it against all hope those of us that have lost all hope against all the odds when it didn't turn out how we thought it was gonna turn out, when the plan didn't go as planned, when it's been years, when so much time has passed us by, when we lost all hope against all hope, Abraham in hope believed and so became the father of many nations just as it had been said to him, so shall your offspring be. And it came to pass that Abraham and Sarah had Isaac when Sarah was 90 years old. Talk about some hope leaving. So for those of us that have been unchurched, Abraham, his wife Sarah, believing for a child. 90 years! And the Bible doesn't say that Abraham and Sarah did anything wrong. That's crazy talk. It's not even like they did something. And just by the way, if you, we think that we are undeserving of a miracle, none of us deserve anything. And yet we receive everything. There is no disqualifier for a miracle. If we've done some things in our history and in our life, we confess our sin before God. The Bible says he remembers our sin no more. So why do we? Stop rehearsing all the horrible things that we have done and start rehearsing the stories of faith and healings and miracles that have happened. And I'm telling you, you will begin to see healings and miracles begin to happen in your life. Rehearse the stories of faith. Let the history go. The past is the past. Let it go. Jesus remembers our sins no more. Do you know how incredible that is? He doesn't even remember them. And yet we're here going, oh, hey, and then I did. And he's like, what are you talking about? He remembers them no more. Let it go. Everyone qualifies for a miracle. I've even prayed for people that have received miracles that weren't even saved. How does that happen? Jesus is awesome. He's benevolent. He's a good God. He'll utilize anything. I have prayed for people and they've gotten healings and then got saved. God's miraculous. Let us not put him in a box. Okay, I regress. Against all hope, Abraham in hope believed. What are the things that you stop believing for? What are the things that we have lost hope in? Hope's going to be restored tonight. Can everybody just stand on their feet? Against all hope, in hope, hope lies in Jesus against all the things and all the reasons why and all the odds, all we have to go is, you know what? I don't get it. I don't understand. I can't make the figures work against all odds, against all hope. And yet in hope, I will believe. I even love it in Mark chapter nine where the Bible talks about the, the boy, the father brings the boy that was demon possessed to Jesus, that was afflicted. And I love it because Jesus asked him, What would you have me do? And he says, My son, if you would have, if you, if you would have mercy, that my son, you would heal my son. And I love it because the Bible says, you say to me, if you can. If you can. The Bible says, all things are possible for the one who believes and trusts in me. Immediately the father of the boy cried out saying I do believe help me overcome my unbelief what a prayer I do believe Jesus help me with my unbelief God is a miraculous God against all hope in hope I don't believe but God help me with my unbelief I'm talking about a miracle of hope tonight hope is being restored tonight Don't give up on what God first told you. Don't give up on what he's telling you now. Don't give up on the dreams and the things that you believe once upon a time. They can happen now in Jesus' name. Let's lift our hands to heaven. I believe right now that the Holy Spirit is already moving on people's hearts. There are wounds. There are even relational wounds. Places that that we've maybe not even talked about that have hurt so bad. God's going to begin to restore your soul tonight. I see the oil of heaven. I see the heavens open just like when rain falls to the ground. I see it like saturating what has been dry in our hearts and in our lives. Things that we gave up on that we said could never happen tonight. In the name of Jesus, The goodness of God in the land of the living. Some of you even said, well, if it's on the other side of eternity. No, on this side of eternity in the name of Jesus. Come on, let's believe. Let's believe. Let's let hope come back. Why not? What if God doesn't do it? What if he does? I would rather place all of my hope in Jesus and see seven miracles out of the 10 I've been believing for Begin to believe in Jesus again. He's the hope of the world. And so he is the hope of you and of me. Come on. God, oh God, Lord, I thank you right now. I thank you for a release of hope in this place. In the name of Jesus, I thank you that miracles are happening right now. Circumstances that we couldn't even be put together are being put together. Divine appointments. There are some of you believing for certain business deals, and it's just been with the wrong person. There's going to be a different person that that comes. There's a different deal that's going to land on your table. Uh, Lord God, I thank you for wisdom coming to people to know which one to take and which one to let go in the name of Jesus. I thank you for discerning hearts here tonight, oh God. Lord, I thank you right now, Jesus, for moving on hearts in this place, oh God. Lord, I thank you for those that have been believing for relationships and it's like they don't see a man or a woman in sight and yet you, God, can do a miracle, Jesus. Lord, I thank you for those that in their Jesus, I thank you for restoration of God can do anything and everything as we position our hearts in faith to Jesus who died that we would be liberated in every single way. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com.